the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't have time to go on SoCal Live today? Leave Scott a voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. Great to be with you today on this fine Tuesday afternoon. We're here every day from 3 to 5. Have you ever walked out of a place like a restaurant or something? Maybe this has happened to you recently, where after you got the menu, you found out it was too expensive, a lot more than what you wanted to spend, and you just had to like kind of carefully excuse yourself. One time, there's one time I did that. I think I've probably poked my head into a few stores here and there, and I look at the board, you know, if it's fast food, and like, I'm not paying that much for a sandwich, which is what I do all the time now because, oh my gosh, inflation is incredibly, incredibly high. Well, I remember one time I was I was on a date. It was not with my wonderful wife, Christy, thankfully, because, uh, well, we would laugh at it today if it happened with us. But I went into this place, and I, I didn't realize it was that expensive. It wasn't that nice. But the menu was shocking. And this person saw it on my face that uh, something was wrong. And she finally said, is it too expensive here? <laughs> I said, yeah. And we walked out. And that was embarrassing. It was a very embarrassing story. And it was fine. But the shock when I got that menu, I still remember that. And that's the same shock that I feel right now when I go out to eat just about anywhere and I get the bill. I mean, how much is it for that waffle? I mean, it's just a waffle. And it's like $14. What happened? And that's happening very, very quickly. And I know that you feel it because that has been something we've been living with now for quite a while. Uh, and you're probably not even going to go out as often and even groceries is expensive there are some places i was reading in uh it's in the new york post i think or one of these they went through the price of bread at different supermarkets you know and i mean if you go it depends on where you go if you go into you know whole foods or some of these places you you have to fill out a form for a credit card and they do a credit check before you buy anything but some places it's 10 bucks uh, for a loaf of bread, $10. Now, I don't usually, that's kind of that artisan stuff, you know, where you get the fancy bread and there's like five slices in there anyway. You know, so you're paying a lot for the name and maybe some of the fluffiness. I'm not really sure that helps your sandwich that much. But uh, we don't usually get those. I go. I get the cheap ones, like the store brand type, right? It used to be, whenever I would go shopping, my wife is a couponer, so she usually does uh, a lot of that supermarket shopping. I, I do the Costco stuff because... I, you know, like the samples. I just go there for lunch. 99 cents. Now those same loaves, and that was two, three years ago. Now those same loaves are two ninety nine when they're on sale. And I don't understand the sale thing, isn't it? You just, they, they make you get one of those cards so they can collect data on what you buy. And uh, so, well, you can spend uh, $9 on this jar of peanut, but- peanut butter or $5 if you give us your phone number and all of your personal information. And so that's what you do. Do you have anything to recommend for people on food or other sort of uh, kitchen table items? That was the statement of the day today that maybe are really expensive or maybe maybe you've got a shortcut. Maybe you've got a life hack that has to do with, hey, the prices are going crazy. How do you get around it? I got an idea. I'll share with you later something that we've done now like three or four times, and it's actually working. 
they'll eventually catch on that these prices should have gone up. The number is 888-528-2557. If you want to join our conversation, 888-528-2557. How are you responding to uh, the inflation? Inflation rate, by the way, went up again, 8.3% over the past year. It only went up 0.1% this month, and that's good in the sense that hopefully that means it's leveling off. But we're still at 8.3% over a year ago. And it's it's bad, that 0.1%, because when you realize that gas prices are way down, they're down like a buck thirty a gallon from where they were before. Well, that's good. But with the gas prices coming down that low and inflation is still going up, that means everything else is going up pretty high. And that's what we're experiencing. And, you know, I think it's a it's a social issue for even us as believers. If you are a Christian and you're concerned about people and their ability to, to eat, put food on the table, inflation hurts people who are at the poorest end of the spectrum. Inflation is a tax on the people who are the poorest among us. Those of you who probably are super aware of what I'm talking about right now, it's because you go to the store and you know exactly what that that cost of bread is. You know exactly how expensive the eggs have become. Eggs used to be cheap. They're still cheap, relatively speaking, but not when you're on a super tight budget, not when you have a bunch of kids, not when you've got a lot you know, to do. It's expensive. 8.3 annual rate of, exp- of uh, inflation came out today. Just not really a good, a good piece of news. What uh, you can join our conversation, 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. You can also email me at SoCalLive at KKLA.com, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Uh, something I thought was funny, and I think of this funny because I used to work a long time ago now uh, for different political campaigns, and I would help put together events and do different things like that. The White House today scheduled a celebration for the Inflation Reduction Act. Today, they scheduled it today, the day that they knew that the inflation numbers were going to come out. And I don't know, there might be some calculus that says, well, whatever it is, we want to have this party. But I think that what it was is they were expecting it like everybody else. They were expecting it to go down. And it would be a great day because we're celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act that probably had nothing to do with inflation. But today they're calling it that. And uh, to me, I thought it's funny that there's a there's a party about the Inflation Reduction Act on a day that the inflation rate goes up and on a day that um, the stock market uh, tumbled almost a thousand points, I think, because of that news. It's not really good news. It's probably news that inflation is still here to stay for a while and will continue to increase. And gas prices will probably fluctuate. I think there's still a lot of room for those gas prices to go down. Uh, they have gone up really high the last couple of years. Anyway, I thought it was kind of funny. You know, they, remember whenever uh, Donald Trump's people after the uh, election scheduled that press conference at the Four Seasons? It was the Four Seasons total landscaping, and there are all these guys out there in front of this landscaping company who had no idea why they were there. A few blocks away was the Four Seasons Hotel. And so the speculation was, well, they meant to do it at the Four Seasons Hotel. They probably assigned it to some intern. They said, hey, go book us a place at the Four Seasons for our, our press conference. And he went to Google, looked up Four Seasons. It came up Four Seasons, uh, <laughs> the, the, this Four Seasons um, place. And so they had it in this really weird, weird place, the Four Seasons uh, Total Landscaping. And there's a whole lot of jokes uh, you know, about that happening. And I think about that from behind the scenes because I've been there behind the scenes. I've been in these meetings. And um, there's got to be something funny. So they had this uh, event at the White House. Uh, 
James Taylor was there, you know, the singer James Taylor, and he sang Fire and Rain, which is not a happy song, but probably appropriate for the, the news today. Yeah, that's a big hit, that song, Fire and Rain. But if you know the story about that song, it's terribly sad, right? It's about his, I think his girlfriend, who he was, I think, going to marry. I think it might have been a fiance who died in a car wreck or something, but they didn't tell him right away because he was in the middle of producing a record and they decided to make him wait until he was done so it wouldn't affect him emotionally. Uh, and it, it devastated him. And that song is kind of about that and, and uh, there's a good story with it, but the song's not very happy. Not Not something you... Maybe if you have James Taylor, it was a big hit, but do you ever, do you really pay attention to what the songs mean? I mean, it's sort of like having the Copacabana at your wedding reception. It's a fun song. You can dance to it, but if you, you know, it's not really the right song. I mean, the, the, the guy gets shot and killed and the woman is just, you know, drunken and sad in her yellow dress. That's how that song winds up you know, for life. That's where she is. Um, not really, you know, you got to pay attention to these songs. It's a good song, but it's not a happy song. Anyway, so they have this huge party. James Taylor was there singing sad songs. And, uh, you know, they they had all the, uh, it was a big party, right? They had all the big uh, Washington octogenarians there. Nancy Pelosi was there. And uh, she had this to say, some remarks I thought were interesting. And I'm, I'm telling you this because this is, and, and believe me, there's both sides do it, okay? But the, the Democrats are in power right now. And this is what, some of what she had to say. And so many friends. What a thrill it is to be here to celebrate this life-changing legislation, making the Inflation Reduction Act. Or whatever it's called. Inflation Reduction Act. Right, that's what it is. So beautifully named. It's so beautifully named. I'm just going to interrupt because so beautifully named, they refused to call it that the whole time because it had nothing to do with it. It was really a climate change bill and some other things in there. Even the media doesn't call it the Inflation Reduction Act. Nobody thinks it's going to reduce inflation. You can look up every channel, MSNBC, CNN, right and left. Nobody agrees that that's what it's going to do. All that it does. As the name suggests, this landmark law is cutting costs and inflation fighting and driving down costs for kitchen table items for America's working families. Now, that's kind of one of the comments that I think we should think about. Is it really dropping the prices for kitchen table items? I think what that might mean are things you talk about, like your bills and stuff. There's some notion that you know, uh, it'll drop a couple of prices here and there. But over overall, everything you have is going up. Your energy bills are going up. All this stuff is going up. The inflation rate for food, and this matters because it impacts every single one of us. The inflation rate this month for food, which is the number one thing that's on your kitchen table or your kitchen TV tray or your, you know, wherever you eat your food, 11.4% according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Biggest increase in food prices since 1979. And she's saying that we're lowering the... We're not. I looked it up because I thought, well, maybe she means furniture. Furniture in 2021 inflation rate was 9.76%. And in 2022, so far, furniture prices are 13.83% higher than a year ago. So if you're buying a kitchen table... That kitchen table today is almost 14% higher than it would have been a year ago. That's incredible. Mr. President, thank you for unifying and inspiring a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for all. 
for our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. I, that's an applause line. Now, that's pretty funny. If you have to stop and say that's an applause line, <laughs> it's not an applause line then. That's just a rule in speaking. You, you mess something up or what I think happened there is the audience is kind of going, what are you even talking about right now? <laughs> so when she says applause, it's like the applause light goes on and then people clap. Jill was applauding. Jill, the president's wife, was And let applauding. us salute Leader right, I think that's kind of funny. So I just looked at that and I thought, you know, it's just amazing to me that we're saying that. So it bugs me because this is pretty serious. If inflation doesn't turn around, and we'll get to why in a minute. Then that price of that loaf of bread that was ninety nine now is two ninety nine, and it's going to be three ninety nine, four ninety nine. We're talking about the cheap bread here. That impacts all of us, right? I mean, we eat sandwiches when, whenever we can. You know, I'm I'm a sandwich guy. I like to make a sandwich. I like to put stuff on there. It's good, but the bread, you know, and the bread matters. But we use the cheap bread. That's what we use a lot of the time. You have any ideas for how to save money on food? That's, in a way, where I'm going with this. Just a couple of ideas. If you've got some ideas and you want to share them, what are some deals that you've found out there? 888-528-2557. I think that there are people who would like to hear it. 888-528-2557. President Biden uh, came up and uh, he shared some statistics. And uh, I'll let you hear those and then I will go through them because I think we need to understand this because it matters. It matters. It's an election year. It matters for any election year, and it impacts every single one of our lives. Here's President Biden today at the celebration for the Inflation Reduction Act. This bill will lower the deficit. This bill alone is going to lower the deficit by $300 billion over the next decade. That means over 10 years it will lower the deficit if all the numbers crunching are correct. Usually, by the way, whenever... uh, uh, in fact, the Congressional Budget Office didn't agree with that, by the way. Almost nobody agrees that it lowers the deficit at all. But let's just say that it does exactly what he says. $300 billion over the course of the next few years is not very much uh, over 10 years. Here he keeps going. Because it's going to char- pay less for prescription drugs. And that's on top of the $350 billion we reduced the deficit my first year. $350 billion reduction. And for this, for this fiscal year, a trillion five hundred billion dollar reduction in the deficit. All right. So those are the statistics. Are the numbers that the president is quoting there correct? Uh, the answer is yes, they are correct. They are uh, correct. But I, I want to put some perspective in here. And I think this is a lesson for all of us in how we hear what is being said and how numbers can be shaped in certain ways to make us think different things, okay? And this matters because the the deficit, and you hear about this, or the national debt. So the, the deficit is each year, it's how much more money we spend than we bring in, okay? So if you go into debt on your Visa card over the course of a year, you have a deficit of whatever amount that is. So if you overspend by $5,000, your personal deficit was $5,000, okay? That's every year. Your debt is how much total you owe. So maybe you owe $20,000 to Visa, and uh, that is your total debt. Okay, that's the national debt. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host, talking about the inflation to, uh, report today, higher inflation, especially on food. And I'm wondering if you've got any tips for how to save some money on your groceries or, or food, some hacks, some life hacks for that. 
so here's the numbers, and the president keeps quoting these, but I want to give you what they are. He says that he has cut the deficit in his first year of office, which, by the way, just on the other side of here, whether you – presidents take credit or blame a lot for some financial things. Really, Congress spends the money. The president can sign the budget, veto the budget, but Congress spends the money. Congress really has a lot more of the blame or credit for some of these things. But we tend to – it's easier, right, to put that on one guy who's the president and not spread it over 535 people, most of whom you don't know who they are. All right, so this is what he's trying to say. So in 2020, the deficit, the United States federal budget deficit was $3.1 trillion. If you spent $3 million a day, every day, from the birth of Christ, you still would not have reached $3.1 trillion. Just to give you the amount of that, that's just one year in 2020. Now, the reason for that is because of all the COVID stuff, okay? $3.1 trillion, biggest deficit we've ever had, one year, unbelievable. 2021, the deficit, he is claiming that uh, in his administration, the deficit came down $350 billion, and that's true. Uh, it was a little under $2.8 trillion, about $350 billion. That's correct, uh, that number. $2.8 trillion is the second highest budget deficit we've ever had. It's way more than any other year except 2020. And the reason, again, is because in 2021, we also had a whole bunch of government spending due to the covid And, you know, the payouts, remember the checks you got? Well, uh, I think two of those checks were from the Trump administration. One of them was from the Biden administration. All of those uh, different business loans, some of it was from the Trump administration. Some of it came out during the Biden administration. There's a lot going on, okay, in COVID spending, a lot of different things. So far, the 2022 deficit, and, and what's making me laugh is that we're making this sound like it's good news, is going to be about a trillion dollars, we have one more month. The fiscal year, uh, did it just end? I can't remember. Does it end in September? And it, it's right about the end. I think it ends in September. Right around a trillion dollars. Uh, now, that does not include actual spending, say, on the student loan buyout, which might by itself be a trillion dollars of deficit spending, somewhere between $300 billion and $1 trillion, That's what they think. But that's going to hit next year and over the course of the next couple of years. Which is, and next year's not an election year. So if you're going to blow a trillion dollars, wait till when it's not an election year. Just giving you some Washington speak. Okay, both sides do that. But here's what you need to know. Biden doesn't say this. He doesn't point out what the 2019 deficit was. What do you think it was? What was the deficit, the federal budget deficit in 2019? So he's taking credit for reducing the deficit in his first year, $350 billion, and over a trillion dollars in his second year. Uh, all those numbers are true, what he's saying. But what he doesn't tell you is that the budget deficit in 2019 was $984 billion, so almost a trillion dollars, which is exactly what 2022 is going to be. So actually what's happening is we're going back to where we left off in 2019 before the COVID and we spent all of that money with all of the different things, the different, uh, you know, Employer Protection Act, the uh, the pay, Paycheck Protection Act, all the money that we all got in our bank accounts if you're a taxpayer, all of the, the financing for the vaccines and everything that went on with all of that. That's what the 3.1 and $2.8 trillion deficits were above the trillion. Well, that's gone now. We're not spending that. And that's the reason that we're spending the same. Now, to put that into further uh, context for you, the, uh, we're not spending what we spent in 2020, 2021. We are spending what we spent in 2019. So it's kind of a net zero. In 2018, we only spent $779 billion, far less than what we're spending now. So actually, 2022, we're spending you know, about $350 billion, $300 billion more 
uh, than we did then. 2017, it was 665 billion, so about 350, 400 billion more than there. My friends, government spending is out of control, and it's getting worse. And the government is spinning these numbers. Our politicians are spinning them. We have deficit spending, and we have an increasing debt, and that is what is causing the inflation, most people think. This is Rick Santelli from CNBC today. And the panel, of course, is going to discuss this. The thing that really bothers me with regard to inflation is everybody here on this panel agreed months ago that one of the reasons inflation was high was all the government spending. And after we agreed on that, what did the government do? They spent more student loans, uh, welfare in terms of the CHIPS Act. Seems like nothing is sinking in. These numbers aren't better than expected, and maybe they should be, and maybe ultimately they're going to start to go back up again because we continue to go back to that well of debt and spending. See, that's where we're at. And it's both parties, all right? Uh, Biden's the president now, and, you know, I think he should be called out for not sharing what's really true. What he should be saying is, hey, deficit's out of control. We're back now to where we were before the COVID, but we still have a long way to go, and we're spending a trillion dollars more a year than we should be. That's what he ought to say. And the reason he needs to say that is because this government spending that has been going crazy for years, it's not just Biden. It wasn't just during the Trump administration. It was the Obama administration, the Bush administration. It's gotten worse and worse and worse for years. It hurts people, especially poorer Americans. That's why we're hurting with food. That's why when you sit at your kitchen table and you have fewer potatoes than you normally would have or you don't have the bread – you are struggling with this. I think it's important that we speak truthfully about this because it really harms people. I mean, for a lot of people, you're dealing with it, right? Okay, you spend some more and you don't go to Starbucks as often. You don't go out to eat as often. A lot of people can just sort of manage it. But for some people, a a lot of people, it is felt every single day. It hurts. It is not imaginary. It is, it's a big deal. And I think we have to think about that, about our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. It's not just about our kitchen table. It's about everybody's kitchen table. And we need to be honest about what's happening, and we have to curb it. In the meantime, we need to try to help each other. So here's something that uh, I'm going to take a break. When I get back, I'll tell you a tip that I found. Maybe you've discovered this. But are there ways that you found to cut your food budget but still be able to feed your family, still do well? Are there any hacks out there, something that nobody's thought about? that uh, really could help some people, now would be a good time to share it. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live, and I will be back as the Tuesday edition continues. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Tuesday, Southern California Live. We're here every day from 3 to 5 right here on this station. Always good to be with you. Scott Furrow here today. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. We were talking about inflation, the causes of it, and um, one of the big stories in inflation today is that food is going up faster than ever, well, not ever, but since 1979, which is ever for a lot of you. 1979, uh, food has not had this high of an inflation rate, and it, it worries me. It concerns me because I know that for several people, just putting food on the table, just getting uh, food for sandwiches, basic, simple things, uh, is difficult. 
And I'm wondering if you have discovered, you know, something to make things stretch longer. If you've got a hack for your food and your food bill, some different things like that, uh, give us a call. Let us know what they are, 888-528-2557. You can also send me an email at uh, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. You know, I've discovered what's really interesting is some places – have some supermarkets, you know, they have one of these delis where you can buy meats that are maybe freshly cut or higher grades of it, or you can get uh, things that are already marinated, ready to grill, ready to cook, those kinds of things. I do that a lot because it's just easier and uh, quicker if I'm going to make something up, if I haven't really made a plan. See, the, the hard part for our family, and by that I mean me, probably, is that sometimes you get home from work and you feel like, oh, we got to make something to eat for everybody. And it's just easier to go get a pizza. It's just easier to go get something to eat, you know, get a burrito or something for everybody. And if it's just you, that's, you know, one thing. But if it's the whole family, uh, that can get very expensive. And I would say that for many of us, if you're struggling in your budget and in counseling a lot of people over the course of my life with your budget, the food and going to get coffee and things like that, that is where people blow their budget maybe more than anything else, especially going out to eat. It is so expensive. I mean, you can buy you can buy food for a week sometimes for your whole family for the cost of one meal. And, you know, so it's fun to go out to eat and, you know, you can go out to eat and don't buy the appetizers and you don't order the drink and you just get the... Um, need the water and stuff. You can save some money, but it's gotten so expensive. I mentioned this about uh, this one place that we went to for breakfast the other day. It was just five of us. It was me and my wife and uh, James and John and uh, my sister-in-law was with us. And uh, it was shocking, just a breakfast place, how much that cost coming out of there. Uh, it was like a hundred bucks. And it was, you know, by the time you had the tax and tip and everything, you're like, and it's not a fancy place at all. I mean, this is a place that has not updated anything since 1982, like nothing. And the tables are wobbly. We sat at this table where, you know, I I shifted my feet in such a way at the bottom of it so that I could keep it from wobbling when anybody, you know, was using their, their forks and stuff. And if I just made sure that I kept my feet there and pressed down the whole time, we could all kind of enjoy our meal. So I got a workout with my waffle. That was good, but it was expensive. Uh, so this is not some fancy place. Now, those places, by the way, usually are the best, right? The places that they serve real butter and the bacon comes out crispy. I'm convinced that most people want their bacon actually cooked, not that floppy stuff that you get at restaurants sometimes. I think people want it to be cooked. Do you think so? I, that's me, but I think so. I usually say, I'll have this with the bacon. Please make it crispy because somehow the default became uh, it's not. Uh, anyway, so we ate there 100 bucks. Uh, to get out of there. I'm still not over that. Uh, And uh, we don't really have it to do that that often. So how do you do things a little bit uh, quicker? You know, you got to eat your leftovers. That's one. Here's something that I started to do. I go to these little delis at the supermarkets and, you know, some of it's pretty good where they cook it already. And there's some deals. Uh, There are some deals that aren't like going out. It's like cheaper than actually buying the, the chicken and cooking it yourself. Okay. 
on certain days. So well, I don't know if I should mention the name of the, the place I went recently, um, but it's a supermarket. I think is run by some guy named Albertson. So I go into that place, and they have this fried chicken deal, and it's good. It's actually really good. So you got to be careful because some of these places you go and you get their chicken, and it seems like a good idea, but you found out they cooked it in July, and it's just been sitting there, and it's just all the meat has somehow evaporated. Not this place. It's really good. And we got eight pieces big enough for my whole family. We all ate. I think we had one piece left maybe. And it was five bucks, $5. That's a good deal. That's cheaper than uh, your hamburger at most, one hamburger at most places. And that's cheaper than it would cost to actually buy those pieces of chicken. Does that make sense to you? Like, I feel like I'm not trying to help out that place, but I'm saying there are some things that you can do that even are, are a treat a little bit. Because then you bring that home and maybe you've got some potatoes, some, some canned vegetables or something you throw with it. We try to make our kids eat their vegetables. Uh, it's a thing. Uh, you know, when they're, they're kids, you know, somehow it's easier for them to eat the vegetables. You can play games with it. You know, as long as they're not sticking the carrots up their nose and, you know, whatever. They get, we used to have these give, you know, peas, you know, to the kids. I'm not the m- biggest fan of peas, but I'll eat them. And I like them in things. I don't like just a pile of them, but I like them in things. And I love split pea soup. I don't know why, but I do. Uh, somebody called here one time and said that uh, you have a, like a family recipe of split pea soup. If you send it to me, I never got it. You can send it to SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Anyway, so uh, we were having peas the other night, and I'm trying to get my kids to eat them. And I reminded them, hey, when you were a little kid, you loved it because we didn't call them peas. We called them uh, green balls, and we would just toss them in your mouth, and you'd eat a whole can of it. It was amazing. But now that you found out they're vegetables, now you won't eat them. Anyway, you, that's a pretty good deal, that uh, $5 chicken deal. You got any other ideas, some things to share with people? 888-528-2557. It seems like a simple thing, but I think sometimes finding ways to help people out in these simple areas of their budget can really help a lot. 888-528-2557 is the number. Um, I have taken homeless people shopping before, um, or people who are kind of homeless or living in their car, uh, you know, in a, in a place where they're in bad shape. But then what happens is they get the uh, the government assistance or they get a little bit of money and then they'll go blow it at, at Burger King or someplace on one lousy meal. And uh, I took this guy shopping one time. We bought a couple of loaves of bread and some peanut butter and jelly. And I said, this costs less than everything you spend in a couple of days uh, on, you know, everything you spend on one meal. Uh, food. And you know what? It helped them. And the thing is, is that that can help each one of us. All right. So here's the thoughts for you. Uh, got some calls coming in 888-528-2557. Let's go to Jennifer in Los Angeles. Jennifer, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, I just had a real quick suggestion. Yeah. Grocery, out, grocery outlet all the way. Mm. See if you find a grocery outlet in your area, you will be surprised at how much money you can save. I promise you, it's one of the best places you can get food that they sell from tra- at Trader Joe's, Whole Foods. It's a great store. And also, I believe when you buy from them, part of the, the money that the, the, the store gets goes towards the homeless. Yeah. Does this, so is this one of those places store. that will sell like, you know, cans that have dents in them and things like an, like an outlet store for food? Uh, yeah, but there's no dents. That's the great part. The expiration dates are good. There's uh-huh. no dents. Um, the one that I live by in Temple City, it's it's amazing, but there's a lot of There's one in Burbank that's very nice. But you'd be surprised. Everything's fresh. 
Yeah. Um, and they have all the brand names, but, but you'll save a lot of money, a lot of money. All right, that's a good idea. Um, you know, there are a few discount uh, supermarkets like that. You know, and and uh, you don't want to drive across town. You might be spending more money in gas than what you're saving, right? You got to be careful. You don't want to drive, you know, all the way across town to save fifty cents. But if there's one nearby, you know, or maybe it's some place, and you're like, I don't know about that place. I've never heard about it. There are places that are basically outlets for supermarket stuff. It is fresh. It's fine. Uh, check it out. Uh, 888-528-2557. How would you help people save money on food, especially in this time of great food inflation, 11-something percent? Biggest inflation rate on food today in, since 1979. 888-528-2557. David in La Habra, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello, Mr. Furrow. How are you? I'm good, David. How are you? I'm good, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's really helped out me is I've been involved with Food Bank, mm. uh, LA, LA Food Bank, for a yeah. while. It also volunteer. And this particular organization that I've worked for for the past four or five months, they've been very gracious. When I go down there, I'll put a day in of work. I'm semi-retired. And uh, I'll put a day in of work, and they'll let me take a, a, a bag of groceries home with me, uh, sometimes one or two. But I'll put a full day in, and these are these are donations that are uh, they're given to uh, the food bank from uh, people in the county of Los Angeles. They're sorted through all the expiration dates are put to the side, anything expired, and then everything else is distributed, you know, to the community. But they'll always help me out with uh, taking at least a bag of, of food, good product, good items, still still not expired, and boy, it's really helped out a lot and put food on my table. Hi, and you've been uh, volunteering there for uh, a few months, you said. That's that's right. That's What's that correct. like? Uh, I've I've done that before too. Uh, tell people what it's like to volunteer at a food bank. Well, I absolutely love it. The lady I work for, wonderful lady. The organization is just—they go through the unions. They bring union people in, and it's really not hard work. Uh, they give me lunch, and uh, it works into my schedule. I work part time uh, as a security agent, and I really enjoy it. And they're very gracious, and uh, I know what to do. I've been doing it. I was involved last year. Uh, well, no, they were closed down last year, I think. But the year before that, I was involved, and it's really helped out a lot. But yeah. food on my table, and people there are very nice. And uh, they they know me well enough to say, you know, you know what to do. And they just let me at it. And uh, I enjoy it. You know, I've gotten to know some of the other volunteers uh, that work there. And um, it's really helped me out a lot. All right, David. Thank you for thank you for your call. And, uh, you know, the food bank helps out a lot of people. That's something that we saw during the covid that and I've worked at the food bank before and done some things there. And I was even surprised during the covid how many people were in those lines. And I know some of your churches have uh, work with the food bank to donate food, but also to distribute food. Uh, there's a lot of people hungry out there. And, uh, you know, some people need some money management. You know, to be perfectly frank, that is true for a lot of people who are hungry. They need money management and they need discipline to not go spend, you know, $7 on a box of Cheerios with three Cheerios in it. There are better ways to do it. But some people are very hungry and it's very helpful. And food banks have, have healthy food that is fresh. And I would encourage you to check it out, your local food bank, where you can either donate or volunteer. It's a great way to serve people, actually. Uh, And your church can connect that way, and uh, that is a good thing. I'm going to take a break, and then I'll get back for your calls. I see you have some good advice on there ready for us. And uh, we're talking about inflation rate, how that's hitting food, 11% plus, highest in food inflation rate since 1979. How would you help people save money on their food budget? 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. 
800-259-2557. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live, and I'll be back as the Tuesday edition of SoCal Live continues. Too nervous to go live on the radio with Scott Furrow? Then share your thoughts on the SoCal Live voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live, good to be with you. We're talking about food and food prices, the inflation rate on food. Uh, today, with all the inflation conversation, the food, the food inflation is over 11%, highest since 1979. So we're giving each other advice on how to save some money in your food bill, how to do this wisely. First Corinthians 10 and 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I've always thought it's interesting, that verse. We usually, I think we talk about our doing our jobs for the glory of God or you know whatever it is that we're working on, some kind of toil for the glory of God. It says, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. And uh, I think maybe we misinterpret that with, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> How much can I eat to the glory of God? Amen. Uh, but uh, I think that it's saying do things with wisdom. And part of wisdom, I think, is not spending more money than you should on food, and especially during periods of time like this. What's your advice? 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Sarah and Pico Rivera, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. Um I just wanted to share um, my time saver and budget saver. It's called emails.com, and it's an app, or it's emails app now. And um, what I love about it is that um, it, it's, a, it's a $10 subscription for the year, uh-huh. but you can it gives you meals that you, that you can make. It gives you the recipes. It gives you, it populates a grocery list for you and you can um take that to whichever store you go to um i like to use there they have a budget menu 30 minute menu budget friendly kids friendly slow cooker they have keto so this is a website that'll give um, you like a menu and what to go shop for yes and if it, it links to different um grocery stores that you can order online or just pick up. So I do Walmart because yeah. I can get pants and Play-Doh and potatoes in one-stop shopping, and oh. I can pick it up for free. Pants and, and Play-Doh uh, and potatoes. So, That's very that, excellent alliteration. I didn't want to let that go. Right? So it's really been helpful for the budget because um, it'll give you everything that they offer in every brand of maybe yeah. you want to get pasta I great value what, everything. What's the name of that app again? It's called Emails. Emails. E and then Meals. Yeah. E- okay. And they have, um, yeah, they have uh, diabetic, keto, clean eating, everything. All of that stuff. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I got. Paper. I got yeah. some other calls, but that's a great idea, Sarah. Thank you for your call. Uh, Emails dot com. I'd not heard of it, so uh, you could check it out. I used to be part of. Uh, one of these websites like that, and what they would do is give you a grocery list of everything that's on sale and everything that you should also find a coupon for, uh, either online or if your paper still gives you coupons. And it was it was a lot of work. But if you, you know, here would be a piece of my advice that I'm really getting from my wife because she's a pro at this. 
never buy it if it's not on sale. Just don't. Just wait till the next time. Or if it is on sale, buy a couple of them and freeze one or put one in storage. And uh, always buy stuff that's on sale. And the best thing to do is buy stuff on sale when you have a coupon. It's worth going online at least to get those coupons and uh, check it out. We're talking about how to do our food and our meals cheaper. If you have some advice for us, 888-528-2557. Carol in Costa Mesa, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Carol, you with us? Carol, I'll put you on hold and we'll try you back again here in just a second. Lenny from Burbank, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, I have one or two tips. Uh, So one is when you're going out shopping for meat, you want to consider the price per per pound. Right. A lot of times you're not thinking about it and you'll be buying meat, um, but you're really paying a lot more per meal, for example. So for like, I used Mm. to buy steak and twenty dollars a pound then i once i started feeling the pinch i realized hey i could just buy chicken at more like five or six dollars a pound and uh you know i think that's a great thing to keep in mind yep that Um, that is a good thing you can do it cheaper there's just uh, you have to give stuff up i mean i think that's part of it is you don't always have to have the steak right exactly i mean if you don't mind if you can kind of switch over and you're not that picky you can do that um, the second tip is actually for uh, people that uh, go to Starbucks every day. Uh-huh. I know a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, one thing you can do is, if, if for a lot of those fruity drinks, um, you can get a tall, but you can get it in a venti or a grande with just extra water. So basically, you're paying the tall price, but you're getting the venti or the grande, and it might just be a little bit less sweet anyway, and that might be even better for you because they're just topping it off with water, and you'll save maybe a dollar, two dollars. For every trip. That's one way to do it. Thank you very much, Lenny, for your call. You know, people spend a ton of money. This is what I do at Starbucks. I say, give me a tall coffee and a venti cup and just fill it the rest of the way up. Um, people, in fact, that has been the place. I, I was counseling somebody one time who said who she couldn't pay the rent. She wanted the church to help her with her rent. And we did that. And it's like, okay, but we don't just do it. We, we have a bunch of questions for you, right? And we make you fill out your budget. What are you spending money on? She was spending money. She was a single woman. She was spending $700 a month at Starbucks and going out to eat. Seven, her rent was $700 a month. <laughs> so we said no. What we said you can do is stop doing that. And she was stunned. I think that most of us never really look to see where our money's going. There are free apps online, Mint, mint.com. There's a bunch of them free that'll, that'll track your money, and uh, you should do that. You'll, if you're wondering where your money goes, you can find out. Take you about a month to figure it out. And uh, you might find that there's a whole bunch of money you're spending on stuff that you really don't need. Um, and then maybe you can even afford to get that steak once in a while. 888-528-2557 is the number. We're talking about how to save money on uh, groceries. Carol in Costa Mesa, are you back with us? I am. Hi, Just Carol. Thank you so much Yeah. my call. All right. Uh, my favorite uh, discovery, I never liked pickles before, but I discovered I could make pickles. And that really cuts both. It's a savory kind of uh, flavor, Uh and it crunches. Use Persian cucumbers, yeah, and those can be gotten at a good supermarket like um, Mid Eastern Super King. It's a huge store, and I I use that one. And uh, you meet a lot of neat people there uh, who are not typical, and I like doing that too. 
and uh, the pickles are, you know, crunchy, and you put your own apple cider vinegar and spices in it. Now, you said you never really liked pickles, and now you're making pickles. How did you make that jump? Well, you know how potato chips are savory. Well, I thought, boy, this is savory, and it's got the apple cider vinegar, Uh which helps digestion. Yeah. So it it kills two birds in one stone. You're going to help your digestion with pickles, that kind of pickle anyway. Not don't put too much salt in it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Watch All right. What you put in it? <laughs> I think that is a uh, a great idea there, Carol. Uh, thank you for your call. You know, um, another thing that people should keep in mind. You know, she talked about going to a Middle Eastern market or something. Check out how other cultures eat. You might find that not only is the food amazing, but uh, cheaper, healthier most of the time, uh, frankly, and uh, and super good. Uh, you can get a lot done when you have rice and you throw some stuff in the rice. You can change that up with a whole lot of different things. Uh, there's all kinds of amazing ingredients out there. And uh, don't be afraid to cook. I think that you know, my last piece of advice on this would be don't be afraid to cook. There are free recipes online. There are book, you know, cookbooks everywhere. Go to the Goodwill store. Everybody's donating their cookbook. Go get a cookbook and just check stuff out. And uh, it's pretty fun uh, to do that. And it's a lot cheaper. It's a lot healthier for you. Um, and uh, you'll find you can feed your family uh, pretty well. Don't be afraid to buy the off-brands. Um, there's a lot of different advice. And, and like I said before, buy stuff at the supermarket if it's on sale and if you have a coupon. Most grocery stores have online coupons. You may not even realize that. You know how you give them your phone number and you type the phone number in the thing or you have a little you know, membership card for some reason? Um, you, you attach the coupons to that card and the stuff just comes right off your bill. You got to make sure it does because sometimes it doesn't. You got to watch that screen like a hawk. Um, but you, may, you might go to the store uh, in fact, we did this wrong. Christy sent me to the store the other night, and I messed it up. I put in my phone number and not hers, and her discounts didn't come off. And I spent $50. She went back to the store. I'm not usually the person who would go back to the store if it was a buck or two. It's like, that's oh, not worth my time. She went back to the store, had them do it right, and she saved $16 on the same thing I just purchased simply because she had done these online coupons. Uh, I think a lot of us missed that. That's something to do. All right, uh, I think that uh, hopefully this has been helpful for you. And I want to remind you just when we get the inflation numbers and there's the the politics and the other sides of it and all of that, these numbers are really causing a lot of distress for a lot of our brothers and sisters in Christ. A lot of our friends who don't know the Lord, but live next to us, our neighbors, our coworkers, you might even be working with people who are actually very hungry. You'd be surprised. That person who's stealing the sandwiches and stealing everybody's lunch out of the fridge, maybe that person's just a jerk, but maybe they're really hungry and really broke and they're just they just need help that happens actually quite a bit help your your neighbor in this and think about these things that inflation is a tax on the poorest of us all it affects all of us every day and there's a lot of things we can do don't be afraid to help people if you're really into this you know uh, have people over to your place get to know them serve some coffee and say hey let's talk about how we can lower our bills And you build great relationships, you have a good time, you even put yourself in a position where you're loving your neighbor, and uh, you might even share the gospel. Who knows how God's going to use you? I've got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments with Hour 2 of Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I will return as the Tuesday edition of SoCal Live continues. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.